Hello. Yes, I love being a grandma. Won't you come and walk and talk with me on my new journey here on podcast? Would you please follow me on my new journey? Hello, everybody. It's me, Grandma Eva. I haven't been on here in a while because I had lost a really close friend and I just wanted to just talk about how I've been feeling regarding that. My friend's name is also Eva, but we knew her as Sister Evie, and she was just going to turn 80 years old in this September, this month. And um, we lost her in August. She was a very sweet lady that I met when I first became a Christian. So I've known her for over 20 years, and she was my mentor. The Lord brought her into my life so I can um, have someone to go to with all my problems, like Christian-related problems, because worldly, when I was in the world, um, really there was no one I could go to. I didn't have anyone to talk to when I was in the world, when I was going through a lot of problems in my young life. I met the Lord when I was 28 years old. And uh, so I got married at a very young age when I was 15. And it really did. Um, uh, I had a lot of issues I was going through. Uh, being that young, getting married, yes, it, it was hard. Uh, didn't have anybody really to um, to help me out in that area. My mom at the time was having issues with my father. Their marriage was struggling. And uh, then my, um, my mother-in-law. She was sweet also. I love her very much. Uh, She was also not, uh, you know, she was also going through a difficulty in her first marriage and um, then trying to start up another new relationship. So I was a very prideful young girl, and I really didn't ask for help that much from anybody. So when I became a Christian at 28, and then I backslid and thought I lost my, my salvation, because I was so new to Christianity, I did not understand a lot of things. I thought that you could lose your salvation, but the Lord brought someone, brought me to a church where I actually got a chance to do a Bible study, learn about, you know, got into a classroom where they were discussing the Word of God. And um, they were at that moment when I got there, they were talking about not being, not losing your salvation. So that was a big blessing. For me, and it was like a uh, a joy to my heart when I heard that. And through more questioning and explanation, I was, you know, given, uh, you know, confirmation that I did not lose my salvation because I can't. And I and today, when someone asks me about that, I give them the scripture. I tell them regarding Jesus Christ when He says that no one can snatch anybody that belongs to Him out of His hand. Not even His Father can. So we're his, we're his, you know, brothers and sisters in his name because of him, his father, God, our father now, my father in heaven, because I believe in Jesus Christ. So God is now my father in heaven. And I believe that with all my heart. And um, so through this experience at this church, I met Sister Evie and Sister Evie was, I, I mean, I know that she was from the Lord. I know that God put me in that that place at that time so I could meet her. 
And she helped me through a lot of moments in my life. She helped me how to deal with it in a Christian way and not in the worldly way like I used to before I knew the Lord. Um, before I knew the Lord and I used to get upset about things, I used to run. I used to just run away from everything. I didn't talk to nobody about how I was feeling. And I'm not saying that I've improved, like I'm 100% that now I tell everybody my feelings. No, I do not, still do not do that. But I do know how to deal with things better today and um, not be so shut down and, and keep everything inside of me because depression is uh, something that I can relate to. I didn't even know that I was uh, depressed. Uh, like that's what you will call it. And now, you know, the terminology, the words, everybody has nowadays, there's a word for everything. There's a label for every emotion, feeling, uh, and all kinds of things. You know, now they have medical words for it. They have a, a label for it. <clears throat> Depression. I was told I was depressed when I was 18 years old. Um, I already, I barely had, no, I was 19 years old. Just turned 20 because I had my fourth child. And I was told I was depressed by a doctor because I was so skinny. I was under 100 pounds. And I had my fourth child. And um, I barely ate. They said, you know, they must they thought I barely ate, but I didn't really eat a lot. I just, uh, I have four kids. I, I cooked for them. I, I took care of them. My kids were not then when they were young. <laughs> you know, they weren't like skinny, skinny. Uh, you could see the the ribs or nothing. No, they they were perfectly healthy, which I give thanks to the Lord that even though I didn't know the Lord, He knew me and He was watching over me and He was protecting me in some very scary situations because in my young life, I know that there was many times that I could have been dead and my kids could have been in great danger that they probably could have been in very uh, serious situations where maybe they could have lost their life or been seriously injured because, because of my lifestyle. And also, uh, that's why um, when I met Sister Evie, I found someone, the Lord brought me someone that, uh, my mentor, that's why I called her my mentor, because I was able to talk to her about certain things that were going on in my life. Uh, depression, I never wanted that to be a label on me, so I never did bring it up a lot to my kids, to my family members, my mom, my dad. Even though my mom knew about depression, she went through her own uh, little things of depression that I didn't even know about. Um, because she, at the time that she was going through it, she didn't really tell me anything. She was trying to cope with it her own way also. And she didn't know the Lord either during these times and so it's something you know to lose someone that you can speak to that you can talk to and um and you've been talking to for years like i said almost two decades about how to deal with things but god allowed her to be in my life and now i'm able to i've been helping others telling them how to deal with things and not through the worldly way, but through God's way, you know, reading the word of God, prayer. Uh, and I had her that I could speak to and talk to and she encouraged me. And um, that was so helpful. 
it's very helpful to have. You don't have to have 50 great friends. You just need to have one special person that the Lord will bring into your life that you will be able to talk to. And she was my friend, but she was closer than a friend. She was my sister in Christ. And I'm going to miss that very much because she never told anyone the things that I told her. She never gossiped. She never repeated anything to anyone. Whether it was regarding my marriage, my children, she just always encouraged and directed me to God's word. And she prayed with me. And I know even when I wasn't, uh, we weren't around each other constantly. She had to move to another part of uh, the city, to another city you know, that was like about an hour or more away because of her grandkids and her daughter. But through Facebook, we stayed close. And that was really good, you know, uh, to stay close, even find some way to stay close. And we did our best to do it. And uh, for her being older, you know, she, like I said, I'm 52, I'm 52. And she passed away at 79, but she was just a few weeks away from turning 80. She did not behave like anyone that was 80, you know, she full of life, kept going kept going, never stopped driving, never stopped being there for her grandkids and for her children. And she was a great example to me of a Proverbs 31 woman. And that's what she is. She was a Proverbs 31 woman. She, God used her to be an example to me of what a Proverbs 31 woman would be like today. And that's what she was. And I give thanks to God for letting her be in my life so I can have such a great, you know, example. I was not raised in a Christian home. My mother was not raised in a Christian home. My father was raised by his atheist grandfather, which we didn't know. I didn't know that until I came to the church that I uh, that I met Sister Evie at, which is right here in my hometown in um, in Dallas, Texas, and. It was, and so <clears throat> a lot of people there knew my, I did not know that they knew, not a lot of people, I don't even know why I say that, but Sister Evie knew my great-grandmother, Angelita, and some of the other members knew my great-grandfather, my Luis, uh, my dad's um, grandfather, they raised him, and they informed me you know, one informed me that my great-grandfather was an atheist, which I didn't know what that word meant until they told me and explained what that meant. And uh, so I asked my dad about it, and he tells me, yeah, that that was true. And then uh, that helped me understand why my dad was the way he was. And so when Sister Evie told me about my great-grandma, which is my mom's grandmother, that she knew her and also like around the same age uh, as Sister Evie when she passed. She was in her 80s because when I was born, my grandma was in her 80s whenever I was born. And uh, my great grandma, I mean, she was in her 80s. And she told me that she remembers my great grandmother coming to her church and kneeling at the altar with some of her great some of her grandkids. So they could have been her great grandkids. And I'm like, hey. 
I could have been one of those kids. I don't know. But she said she would be on her knees praying with her great grand with her grandkids and for her grandkids. So that brought some like, wow, you know, I've always wondered who was praying for me. And that answered my question. It could have been my great grandma praying for me. You know, she was praying for her grandkids, praying for her great grandkids. And here I got an answer to a question that nobody could have answered for me. But Sister Evie was there. God put her right there, put me and her together so she can answer that question. She gave me an answer to a question that I had. Like, how? why did I not, like, why haven't I been? Like, why am I still alive in the uh, environment that I was living in in my young life? It's like there was many, uh, there was many times that I was in very dangerous situations, and I should have been something bad, seriously bad, should have happened to me, and it, and I came out of it. And um, so I didn't know the Lord then, like I know Him today. I knew there was a God. Don't get me wrong, I knew there was a God, but I didn't know God. So there's a big difference to know there's a God, but not know God. You know, I didn't know him. So that's what made it. Um, that's what I, this this was, to me, someone who was a new Christian. And I uh, got to know Sister Evie. And I talked about my family and talked about, you know, like, I just, what, like, how did I not know about Jesus Christ? I'm like, how could I not know him? How could no one tell me about Jesus Christ? And um, she was just tried to just tell me that there's a time that the, the Lord's going to allow us to know his son and uh, why he chooses whatever moments or situations, you know, uh, God only knows why he does what he does. She just did her best to explain uh, what she could to me. In my mind, like I said, I was a young Christian trying to understand things. And if you, I didn't know the word of God like I do today. I know God's word. I read his word every day. And I'm starting to, God allows me to see and understand his word. And I love that. And because of that, I'm able to now, when I talk to my grandkids or my mother or um, my children or anyone, and they don't understand something, I'm able, to, I try to break it down to them so they can understand it because I know how it felt to be a new Christian and not understand things. And Sister Evie did a wonderful job with me and helping me understand things in that way. So I'm just going to try to continue where she left. And God willing, I can mentor someone, that the Lord will bring someone to me uh, and use me the same way he used Sister Evie with me. And that is to for me to be a mentor to someone and I can help someone. She didn't like, she didn't do no big old Bible study classes. She didn't do these big old things on, on video. She didn't, you know, she was there probably for many other young uh, ladies in, in different situations. Also Christian young ladies or even non-Christian uh, ladies. She was probably there for them too. But like I said, she didn't go around. Oh, I talked to this person and I talked to this person and I talked to that person. She never did nothing like that. So if she was talking to other young ladies, only God knows. Because she did not go around talking about other women. 
she I, that's how I know that she didn't talk about my issues that I spoke with her about. She helped me get through them through the word of God. She was an awesome, awesome mentor to me, awesome friend, awesome sister in Christ that I will miss very, very much. And um, I hope and I pray that if anyone is listening to this, that you find yourself a great mentor, someone that God will use as an example to you for whatever issues is coming on in your life, how to be a good mother, a Christian young mother. You know, if you're a Christian, you don't know, how do I do this? How do I be a mother after, you know, now I know the Lord and I don't know how to do it because that's the way I felt. I raised my, my four children until... I became 28 years old and met the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so it was a whole different life for me now. Things were going to be changing. Uh, the environment that I was living in, I couldn't live in no more. And I had to make changes in my life. And the Lord helped me make these changes. And they were like drastic changes that had to be done. And um, I know my kids probably didn't like the outcome. And I know my family probably didn't like the outcome because I was uh, working at a great job and I was just where I was at everybody was looking at me like wow she's doing great but in my heart and in my mind I was not I was in a deep depression that no one knew what I was feeling and at one point I had suicidal thoughts and that was very crazy to be at because I have four children that were relying on me so God came into my life at the very right moment. You know, he introduced me to his son. He let me meet his son, Jesus, and Jesus introduced me to God. And then I began to have a relationship with him. And it just started moving on from there. It was kind of like a quick pace. It was a fast pace kind of change for me that it was just so fast. And um, that's why it was a great relief to me when the Lord allowed me to meet Sister Evie, and um, she helped me through so much. Like I said, if you are listening to me right now, and you're a new Christian, and you're like, um, what do I do now? Will you find you a, a great church, or a church, because I can't tell you great church, because I don't know... There's like I once got told by um, by Johan Lochner. Um, he once told me he was a youth pastor. He came into the church that I met. He became the youth pastor, and uh, he's a part of Sister Evie's life. He's a part. He ended up marrying Sister Evie's daughter, uh, Stephanie, and and so I got to know him. I mean, it's like Sister Evie being in my life. I met her daughters, so I got to see how she, you know, how her daughters uh, grew up because they were raised in a Christian environment, a Christian home. So I got to meet them. We became close like sisters and not just sisters in Christ, like close, really, really close, you know, just close friends and everything uh, until our lives just her kids started growing up, their kids started growing up and everything. We kind of like grew apart. They moved far away and everything. But the thing is, I met Johan, and he he told me as I started helping out, as the Lord started putting me into 
the ministry to help out the, the way he helped me learn more about his word and how to study and all that was by putting me in there. I had to jump into the ministry. I had to, I started helping out. He used my children as a reason to get me involved because my kids were just starting in the youth group or whether it's the children's department and the youth department. And because of this, I wanted to protect them. I want to make sure that they were going to be learning the, you know, the correct way and what they were learning and what they were doing and all that. So through Johan, I got to learn um, uh, a lot as he was a youth uh, pastor. I learned a lot through him and um, Stephanie and his her sisters and sister Evie. And then her, she was also there helping out because some of her grandkids were also in the youth group. And she had a lot of nieces and nephews and uh, cousins and all that, too. So um, I learned a lot through him. But one of the things he did tell me was, Eva, as you start working in the ministry, I just want to let you know there might be things that you see that might um, confuse you. And I didn't understand what he meant by this because, like I said, I was so new. I never been in a church, it was like a church environment, working with the church or anything. And even when I was young, I the only few times I did step into a church was when we were young, we really didn't go to funerals. My parents, for some reason, they had some kind of, my mom, due to uh, her mother or grand, her father, I'm not sure who it was, they were Catholic. And so they had all these kind of weird uh, thoughts of kids shouldn't go to funerals for certain reasons. And there was just a lot of, uh, uh, you know, things that reasons why they didn't do certain things. But either way, I'm not going into all that because I didn't, I didn't follow any of that stuff. My mom didn't really either. Just certain things. If someone passed away, they were at the funeral. They uh, baptismals, like babies when they were getting baptized, they wanted my parents to be their godparents. For some reason, so my parents were, were godparents to a lot of kids, but um, didn't understand what that meant. You know, today, now I do. And I'm like, well, they didn't really do that part because my parents didn't go to church. And so then there was a uh, 15s. There's a lot of things. The only reason we actually did go to a church was not to go and learn about the Lord God Almighty or his son, Jesus Christ. I don't even remember hearing the word or the name Jesus at any time. And if they said it in Spanish, you know, I'm Hispanic. As if they said Jesus Cristo. I had a brother named Jesse. And in Spanish, his name is Jesus. So they said Jesus. Then they're saying Jesse in my mind. That's what they were saying. I did not know they meant Jesus. I did not know they were saying Jesus Christ. So there was a lot of stuff that I did not know growing up. And I didn't understand. And I couldn't relate. And you know, people might think, how could you not relate that? And you just did not know. You don't understand. A lot of y'all will not understand exactly what, how I grew up. Um, and uh, what, how, what we saw as we were young kids, you know, I didn't really see too much religious stuff. We barely watched TV because we hardly had a TV. We had one TV, but my parents were strict about what we could watch and, and, how many hours we could be on it and stuff like that. So we were lucky we got to watch Happy Days or we got to watch, you know, Welcome Back Carter and stuff like that. That's what we were just happy to watch, be able to watch certain things on TV because we didn't really sit in front of the TV that much. 
I played softball. Uh, I played basketball in school. I played softball when I was young, every summer, swimming, stuff like that. It was just simple little things, uh, dance lessons, folklorico, stuff like that. But um, it wasn't much of uh, just sitting in front of the TV like the kids do today. You know, we didn't have none of that. But anyway, back to Sister Evie, my mentor, my example of a Proverbs 31 woman, which is in the Bible, Proverbs 31 woman, uh, chapter 31. I read that many years ago, and I remember telling myself I would never be that woman. But I want to be that woman, and the Lord God introduced me to someone so I could see that I can be that woman. And I'm still trying. I'm still trying to become that Proverbs 31 woman. And I just want to say thank you to the Lord God Almighty for giving me an example of what that is like in today's time. Because it's possible. Sister Evie, she showed me that it's possible. You don't have to be on the great stage. You don't have to be in front of a TV. You don't have to be on the radio. You don't have to be in YouTube, Facebook, whatever, live and all that to be a Proverbs 31 woman. No, God is the one that matters. He's the only one that's going to tell you and show you what a Proverbs 31 woman is like. And he's the only one that matters, not people in this world. And I'm going to tell you, though, that the Lord used Sister Evie to tell me, let me know that that's what a Proverbs 31 woman looks like. And she was. I just say, thank you, God. And was given the opportunity to tell her to go to where she was at in the hospital. Her awesome, wonderful daughters let me know that I could go up to her if I wanted to talk to her and tell her and just see her and um, sister Evie they had her like in a sedated type of coma and uh but I went and I let her know that I loved her very much and I said thank you for being my friend my sister in Christ my mentor and that she was a Proverbs 31 woman and I hope that she heard me. And I know she's with the Lord and her husband and her mini family, her mothers and her father and so on. So I just haven't been on because I just didn't know how to continue. I just didn't realize how hard I have been thinking it, but this is a great platform to use for the glory of the Lord and continue what she was, what she last did and just continue to encourage young girls, young women to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not give up. Do not let the world surround you and attack you and make you feel like you can't continue. You can't do it. You trust in the Lord and you're going to do it. You're going to overcome. You can overcome family issues, marriage issues, uh, your children growing up <laughs> from being children to youth, to teenagers, to young adults, married, and then you become a grandma. You're going to overcome. I know you will. I did. And I did it through the Lord. And I did it through having a great friend in Christ, a sister in Christ. And I know y'all can do it too. So... 
Thank you for listening. And I hope you continue to listen to my podcast and share. And I just kind of just turned this on today and said I need to do it. And I did. And I'm glad I did. And thank you again. And let me just say a prayer for those that are listening as well as for myself. In Jesus' name, Lord God, hear my prayers today as I pray for myself and anyone listening, Lord God, that you will continue just to encourage us, that you will continue to surround us with your love, comfort, and your peace, Lord God. If we are going through, is there anyone out there that's going through a loss, a family member, a friend, a close sister in Christ, a mentor, a counselor, Lord God, just continue to just uh, help us overcome all this, Lord God, and that we may continue to be used by you, Father God, to help others be overcomers too, Lord God. Um, just heal our hearts through our grieving and um, and continue to send, Lord God, uh, more Proverbs 31 women in examples uh, today, Lord God, or give us the equipment that we need so we can become those Proverbs 31 women for other young ladies and for other women. I just want to give you all thanks and I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Grandchildren are the pride and joy of old age, and children take pride in their parents. Proverbs 17.6, the easy-to-read version.